Blog Talk Radio. We live! We live! Live from Chicago and Las Vegas. You're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's page one. It's page one. With LaVar and Mary. With LaVar and Mary. going on blog talk radio nation you are tuned into another edition of page one with lavar and mary welcome 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 it is friday september do you remember the very first of no i'm kidding that that wasn't no song i i actually like ad lit that one uh the first of september not the 21st of september first of september (laughs) you know what i'm singing on the 21st of september though i I know what you're singing on the 21st of september actually do we have a show on the 21st of september actually let me look at the calendar right off the bat actually the 21st of september falls on a thursday so (laughs) dang so we can actually sing it on that friday and be like do you remember yeah the 21st of September, which means do you remember yesterday? Do you remember? Do you remember yesterday? Pretty much. That's how we'll play it. That voice that you hear is my wonderful friend, Mary. How are you? I am holding up, cannot complain, although I might get swept away by the rain. And I did not mean no. to rhyme, but it did work out, so I'm all right with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to start singing Who Will Stop the Rain, but I won't uh, do that. Rain is beyond needed out your way, though. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. I'm trying to remember, when is the last time you actually had a good measurable downpour where you're at? If you got to think that long, then that's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would have been the latest it could have been would have been 2020. Ah. Like that's I was still in my job prior to this one. Hmm. And honestly, I think it would have been actually earlier than that. So 2019 maybe, 2018. Because the vehicle I had was also the vehicle prior to the vehicle that I stopped in the job prior to this one. So that was the last, like, I couldn't leave my house because the streets were flooded. Gotcha. Wow. So it's been quite some time. It's been quite some time. My first visit to Las Vegas years ago, um, it actually rained, and it rained for about a day or two. Streets and highways flooded, caused my flight out of Vegas to be delayed. Uh, I was working uh, for a company at that time, which will go unnamed. And as I was headed out, um, there was an earlier flight that opened up with some seats, and so my coworkers took that plane, and they were like, LeVar, are you coming? I'm like, nope. Got to wait because I know how airlines work. They're not going to put my luggage on that flight because it had already been checked. It's going to be on the flight that I'm going to eventually take out. There, 
about an hour or probably an hour and a half after them. And when I landed back home, uh, they were still there at the airport waiting on the luggage that was on my plane. (laughs) So I've learned, kids, when it's raining or the weather is bad, don't take the first flight out. Um, Might as well wait and take the flight that was regularly scheduled to be yours. Otherwise, you're going to be waiting for your bags. So just a PSA. (laughs) (laughs) Way to start Uh, it out. Right, right. Uh, by the way, for those of you who are not aware, uh, there's a lot on the plate here that I don't need to get off tonight uh, because we have a fully packed show. Got a few retro moments of the week for you. Got the almanac coming up here in a couple of minutes. Um, also, not a commentary, but kind of like a remembrance of something that happened 60 years ago this week. Um, and then we will get into our weekly stories, and then potpourri tonight, as well as the smoking gun files. Um, and if we have time, if it has not been too long, um, I know last week, well, not last week, because last week I was actually at an uh, infamous baseball game, uh, <laughs> but the week before, mm-hmm. I kind of had, that's hard to believe we were off last week, but anyway, um I have another interesting article that I found. Um, You know, I went through some of the ones last week uh, that I found, but I had a few this week uh, that come from the same uh, type of way. Um, I'll share that if we have a little bit of time tonight. Yeah. Uh, Of course, anything else that might pop up on this Friday night, but uh, it's Labor Day weekend uh, here in the United States. Um, So that is this weekend. Um, If you are not familiar uh, with how that works, (laughs) um, look it up. No, I'm I'm kidding. Uh, But no, Labor Day here. (laughs) Uh, That's what my parents used to say. Look it up. Look it up. Go to the encyclopedia. Right. Even though you might not know how to spell a word, look it up. Uh, But... Labor Day uh, is a federal holiday here in the United States, which is celebrated usually on the first Monday in September uh, to honor and recognize the American labor movement and the works and contributions of laborers to the development and achievements in the United States. Um, It falls on what we call Labor Day weekend. So uh, it was New York, uh, I'm sorry, Oregon in 1887 was the first state in the U.S. to make it an official public holiday. Uh, By the time it became an official federal holiday in 1894, 30 states in the U.S. officially had celebrated it. Now, Canada's Labor Day is also celebrated on the first Monday of September. More than 80 other countries celebrate International Workers' Day on May 1st, uh, the European holiday of May Day. Um, So, yes, but uh, here in the United States, it's Labor Day, uh, and that kind of also is the official end of summer. Uh, It makes me sad. Uh, It marks the end of the cultural summer season. Uh, Many take two-week vacations or, you know, around the end of August and usually leading into Labor Day. Uh, Fall activities such as school for kids and sports, particularly football, begin around this time. Uh, Next week, uh, before we meet again, the NFL season will start. Um... So, yeah, actually, meteorological fall 
is today to some uh, meteorologists. Yeah, some other people. Yeah, that word. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I know you hate that word. (laughs) 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 But yes, so, oh, in NCAA football, which began last weekend, but really goes the full swing this weekend. Uh, hence the um, the we will probably mention once and again uh, a lot of college football here and there. Um, so forgive us. <laughs> um, I'm not asking have... for forgiveness. People know me. Yeah, yeah. Which means you have to get up extra early in the morning to watch a game. So. I know, but that means mimosas and football. Come on. You don't do Bloody Marys in football? No, I don't do Bloody Marys. I'm not a big fan of the Bloody Marys, but, I mean, I do a Boilermaker. That's a hell of a drink. Um, What else would be a good breakfast drink? Tequila Sunrise? Uh, I, 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 I don't know. That is a good question. I don't know what a good morning breakfast drink will be besides mimosas or a Bloody Mary or, uh, I mean, I guess you could do a tequila sunrise. It's one heck of a morning drink. <laughs> coffee. Irish coffee. Hmm. That too. That, that's what I'll do. Bailey's and cream. True to cream. Oh, I will save my Eilish Berg. I will not say... A Bailey is <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I don't want to lose listeners this week. Um, so, yeah. But, no, those are a few good uh, drinks in the morning. Uh, some people do a shower beer. Uh, some, some people, yeah. I will never do a shower beer. You no. told me about this. I don't know how many times, and I just I can't wrap my head around it. I can't. <laughs> That is something I cannot wrap my head around. Why would you want to be wet and drinking a beer? I just, no. I just, no. It doesn't make sense to me. It, that would be uncomfortable. I don't want water in my beer anyway. Well, I, I would, don't like beer, but still. I would think that people would have it outside of the shower, but, like, handy to, like, drink and then place it somewhere safely back outside to shower. Okay. How I mean, long do people have... take showers for? You can't wait hey, man, 10 minutes. I... Like, I, I, I'm a 15-minute shower gal, and I'm a gal. <laughs> I've seen some people talk about taking very long showers, which I, I mean, more power to you if you do. I mean, as long as you're getting stuff washed. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess I can't you're complain. You're paying a lot of bill, mommy. Right, right. I guess I can't complain too tough. As long as you're just getting stuff washed and you're washing between every crook and cranny and crevice so uh <laughs> don't come out of the shower and, like you know still need some soap or something and you say you took a shower because no you didn't and jumping in and just having water hit you is not a shower so uh, well, i mean it is but it's not a shower by you have been showered by water that's it it's not a shower with all the connotations you are not clean. And you're not zestfully Period. clean either. <laughs> Calgon, yeah. take me away. Yes, Calgon, Zest, uh, Mr. Bubble. 
Which, which still, I think Mr. Bubbles still exists. Actually, they still make Mr. Bubble. Yeah. So, uh, I used to like the powdered version of Mr. Bubble, not the um, soapy version, which they still do make both. If you can find them at a good store. So, actually, I don't think we did that so as a retro. Question one of the you. I know this has this more. This is I know this is a host chat, and this has nothing to do with anything, but. Did you think that the powdered Mr. Bubble made more bubbles than the than the soapy Mr. Bubble? Because I think so. I think so, too. I, I, you know why? Because, like, all the granules, even though probably some didn't get, like, probably felt funny when you got in the tub. But I think granules probably have a better chance of, like, making more bubbles than, like, some soapy type of didn't last long. And by the time you ran your water, it probably, like, the bubbles all kind of bubbled out and you just got like this thin layer of what looked to be like an attempt at bubbles but <laughs> the granules were the better thing because they actually stayed and it actually like bubbled up the tub and sometimes when the water went down you still kind of had like a lot of bubbles unless you blew them all i did not believe that we would ever talk three minutes about what was better bubbles or <laughs> right what uh that's what this show is Sorry you about heard that, us? Folks. Well, I mean, if you listen to the, if you listen to the show, it's not like it's a surprise. So you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, you really shouldn't be surprised. Uh, so yeah, uh, but while we were away, uh, a little bit of sad news. You know what? I had a very bad feeling about it because no one had mentioned it. Um, but uh, the legendary game show host uh, Bob Barker passed away uh, at the age of ninety nine. Uh, as someone keenly pointed out uh he didn't make it to 100 he, he didn't want to go over <laughs> right so um but those of us that grew up here in the states uh who ever had a sick day or ever during the summer plopped ourselves down in front of the tv early in the morning um uh, i don't know if there's anyone within at least our age bracket, which I will not disclose, um, or probably, I want to say maybe within 40 or over, that did not at least watch The Price is Right. Um, it's kind of like kids who didn't, you know, you got to find someone pretty hard that didn't watch Sesame Street and or Mr. Rogers. So when you grow up with a central figure such as Bob Barker, um, you kind of get used to him. Still kind of, you know, can't get used to the fact he's not on, but thanks for reruns, you can watch it. But kind of sad to hear, you were hoping he would make it to 100, uh, and then you could make all the $1 jokes that you want to, or 100. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was kind of sad to uh, hear about that. So uh, we'll have kind of We like did a our, top 10 of, didn't we do a top 10 or a top 5 list of like games from The Price, the price, is, price is Right, if I remember right? We sure did. That was in honor of the, um, I know the 50th anniversary of the Price is Right. I think we did that last year, uh, last September. Um, so it's now been almost a year uh, that we've done that list. So, um, but yeah, we did our top 10 pricing games, which I think you and I both had probably cliffhangers somewhere in our top, uh, yes. <laughs> top five. <laughs> And I think the Plinko machine ended up in there too. Yes. yes. It's just Plinko. iconic. 
Yes. Um, all of those. He, I mean, he made it iconic. I mean, and you can add in Barker's Beauties. You can add in, uh, you know, Johnny Olsen. And you can add in, you know, the contestants. And, uh, you know, it was just the right fit for the right time. And he had done a game show or two for consequences for almost close to 20 years before he went to The Price is Right in 1972. Um, so it was... He set the standard for game show hosts, and I think it's safe to say that if you think about the um, the Mount Rushmore of game show hosts, Bob Barker definitely is on there. So uh, sad to hear about that this week. Whenever I these that people, as well. Yeah, it seems like whenever people pass, it's kind of like a closure to your childhood that it's kind of like finite. It's almost like, yeah, now he's gone, you know? Or, you know, a world in which, you know, Bob Barker isn't here or a Betty White or, you know, a, a few other people. And it's just like, oh, yeah, they're gone, you know. So, yeah. That's something. Both did not make it to 100. Both fell short uh, just by a few Well, that's months. because they didn't want to not be able to play with Legos. Right, right. <laughs> so are you telling us that uh, Lego has to up the age for uh, playing with Legos? Yeah, they need to change it from zero to infinity and just be done. And that way we can have people that live forever. <laughs> I, I, will, I will buy that. I'll take that. Um, <laughs> everyone to live forever. Well, forever. Uh, well, that sounds yes. very creepy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, well, no, that's not creepy. I mean, my, my old man voice, when you were talking about drinks earlier, I was uh, almost going to offer uh, my old man drink, and I stopped short of that. <laughs> Your old man drink? Well, I'm when so you were scared. talking about drinks, I was going to say, one a wall, meadow. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> yes, I didn't you know, see. You made me do that. <laughs> it's your I fault. did not make you do anything. There was yeah. no gun held to your head to do anything. <laughs> you, well, you sir, are your own you, person. You, you confused. You didn't remember it, so I had to bring it out for you. And now, yeah. You could have easily waited until after the show. Not like we're not going to talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I could have, but I thought I'd just bring it here. Um, <laughs> there with everyone. So as I said, uh, today is September the 1st. So uh, now that we are in the month of September... You know, I kind of have to roll to this. Uh, September, uh, we have National Arts and Education Week, which begins the second Sunday of September. Uh, Beauty and Barber Week, which is the second full week in September. Uh, Fall Foliage Week, it's the last Sunday of September. Uh, Deaf Dog Awareness Week, um, which is the last full week in September. I think I had a friend whose dog was uh, going deaf or something like that. Which, I've known dogs in my time. They're yes. actually quite fun. Yes. So, well, I mean, at that point, not to be funny, but at that point, if a dog is deaf, are they mostly kind of going off of, 
Like, how would they go off command? They would have to pretty much go off of sight, right? Okay. So, from first of all, the person that whose dog was deaf was very well trained. So, I'm <laughs> going off of somebody that had a very well trained dog. So, I can't okay. speak for every deaf dog out there. They didn't start out deaf. So, um... there were sight commands, and then there were, like, um, so, like, you know, hand motions or what have you. And then there were vibration commands. So if they, like, stomped, hmm. like, the dog wasn't looking at them, so they were running away or whatever, they would stomp, and then the vibrations would do that. And I guess smell has something to do with it as well, so they know who they're looking at is by not only recognizing the body shape of the person, but also their smell. So that's that's what they've told me and i tend to believe it because dogs okay dogs are they are either really smart or really dumb but they are still very well equipped to be able to follow commands let's do it that way so i believe that but yeah they didn't start out deaf so they learned the commands with with like you know sit stay the words then it was also hand motions and gestures and then, like like I said, stomping or that kind of thing. Hmm. Interesting. Did not know that. Uh, it's also International Week of the Deaf in the last week of September as well. Uh, National Security Officer Appreciation Week is the third week in September. Uh, indoor Plant Week, I think about my little sister who loves plants and has names for all of them. It is the third week in September. Uh, National Farm Animals Awareness Week is the third week in September. Um, National Waffle Week is the first week in September. Waffle! Yes. Uh, National Suicide Prevention Week is the week of September 10th. National Biscuits and Gravy Week is the second week in September. (laughs) Uh, Line Dance Week is also this month, as well as National... Singles Week, which is the third full week in September. Uh, but as for days, today being September 1st, it's National Forgiveness Day. It's National Hotel Employee Day. National Burnt Ends Day is today. So if you're looking for something for dinner tonight, there you go. Uh, National Acne Positivity Day is today. Uh, National Chianti Day is today. Um, and Fava Beans. And fava beans with a nice scanty. Uh, <laughs> it's National Food Bank Day. It's National No Rhyme Nor Reason Day. National Chicken Boy Day. National College Colors Day. And I want to wish my friend and all of you moms out there a National Lazy Moms Day. <laughs> <laughs> National Lazy Moms Day, you ask. Uh, it delegates everyday mom jobs to someone else. Uh, busy moms know that the work of being a parent is never done. However, occasionally parents need to recharge. The laundry and the dishes will be there later. When possible, finding someone to watch the children for a few hours is worth it. Sometimes all a mom needs is a nap. Other times moms and fathers, too, seek adult conversation. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Sign. Pass to other people. 
because right. they don't. They don't do what'll it. happen is <laughs> yeah. I'll just yeah, end up it. doing it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll, leave, we'll leave it for mom tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's but a really what? nice thought, though. It's a really but here's the nice thing. thought. Here's the thing, though. And even as a mom, you have to admit, if you ask someone to do something, one, you're curious enough to try to either uh, oversee what they're doing, like a construction foreman, or B, even if they did it, you will come in behind them and tidy up things yourself if it wasn't the way that you wanted it done. Yes. I'm not supposed to give away that secret, but yes. (laughs) <laughs> you don't have to give it away. Every mom does I'm sorry. That. My mom does that. I'm sorry, every mother. No matter what kind of mom you are, of a child, of an adult, of a of a fur baby, I'm sorry for giving away our secret. It was not very well kept. No, but it's not. <laughs> you're correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there 2nd. also comes a day when you can't do that. When you come by and you try to, you know, do that, and the person or animal looks at you mm-hmm. like, I did this, and you have to, like, let it go, and it's like, whoa, hello. I mean, I'm still waiting <laughs> for that day, but. <laughs> and, th- and thank you for not singing Let It Go. Um, September 2nd is National Hummingbird Day. It is International Bacon Day on the 2nd, World Coconut Day. Uh, it's also National, yes, National Play Outside Day. World Beard Day is tomorrow. I think we've talked on this show about beards, yay or nay. Um, I think it's a generational thing. I think a lot of older people don't, if they can avoid it, don't like beards. I think younger uh, generations or women up to a certain age bracket love beards as long as it fits the guy. Um, they don't mind it. I've found that to be true because a lot of people think that I should mm-hmm. grow out a beard. And when I do, I feel like I need to cut it. So it, 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 it's kind of like, I don't know if people like it or not. So it's kind of one of those things where I'm just like, eh. <laughs> um, it's also National Tailgating Day tomorrow. National... Um, <laughs> Yes, National Blueberry Popsicle Day. Really? Uh, And it's also National VJ Day, or Victory Over Japan Day. Uh, It recognizes the Allied Forces' victory over Japan during World War II. Um, So that is tomorrow. Uh, The 3rd of September brings us National Pastors' Spouses Day. It is National Welsh Rarebit Day. And it is U.S. Bowling League Day on September 3rd. Um, The 4th is National Spice Blend Day, National Macadamia Nut Day, National Newspaper Carrier Day. That's a lost art. National Wildlife Day, and it's Labor Day. The 5th brings us National Be Late for Something Day. (laughs) Don't got to tell me twice. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. It's also National Another Look Unlimited Day, and it is National Cheese Pizza Day, which your office generally will order a lot of, that a lot of people usually look at and usually don't eat. (laughs) 
Give me the meat pizza. I am a carnivore. Yes. As long as it's got an animal on it, we're good. (laughs) Um, September 6th, it's National Read-A-Book Day, and it's National Coffee Ice Cream Day on that day. Uh, Actually, Alexis Fox, who I want to thank so much again, uh, who was on the 411 Lounge this past week. If you haven't heard it, please go and hear it. Um, uh, is really big into the coffee business, actually has her own line of coffee. Uh, you know what? Now that I think about that, probably I should have asked her if she thought about doing because I know she also has a beer line. If you're ever in Vegas, you can see that or get that beer of different stores out there in Vegas. So I think one of them is a coffee beer. But I should ask her if she wants to go into a coffee ice cream. Uh, who knows? Uh, National New Hampshire Day is on the 7th, along with National Grateful Patient Day. Uh, <laughs> September 7th is also National Acorn Squash Day, National Grandma Moses Day, National Neither Snow, Snow Nor Rain Day, and the 7th is also National Beer Lovers Day. Uh, and it's also... Now, folks, before I say what tomorrow, I mean, the 7th is, I'm going to place a side bet here uh, that as soon as I say what it is, my friend is going to laugh. Why? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) uh, September 7th is also National Salami Day. (laughs) I like salami, though. I also, I, I also like <laughs> I like salted cuts of meat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, the meat under the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I like. Well, I already says, established this with the pizza. I established this with the yeah. pizza. I like I, meat. You know, have you? I wonder if they ever thought of a salami pizza. That would be too salty, yes. I don't think. No. <laughs> have a, I know they actually have a pickle pizza. Um, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't like pickles. Keeping all my answers to one word at this point. <laughs> yes. um, and then, to give you a heads up for next Friday, it is National Pediatric Hematology Oncology Nurses Day. It is World Ampersand Day. The first time I ever heard that was watching Will of Fortune. Uh, if you know what the ampersand is, that is that little thing that looks like a squiggly line, like an S with the beginnings of a J going through it. <laughs> like if we said Laurel and Hardy, and it's that little and in between there, that's an ampersand. Um, and also September 8th, for all of you... I'm, no, I'm not going to say geeks because it's, that's not fair. Uh, <laughs> September 8th is Star Trek Day. Uh, that is the day that Star Trek, uh, the television series pilot known as Star Trek, was introduced on American television, September 8th, 1966, which is crazy. Why are you saying it like that? What? Track? 
Are you letting huh? your Chicago accent get in? Are you saying Star Trek with an E, but then you're saying track with an A because you have an accent? My Chicago accent going in. Star Trek. That's what I figured. That's my over thing, by the, over by the jewel, like, okay. Over by the jewels off Pulaski, and they fill the movies in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go see uh, Don Kowalski later it. on down the block. We're going to get some pizza. Tavern style. We don't do that deep dish crap. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the scene. I heard Jeez. Star Trek and went, oh, Star Trek. Yeah, with an E in my head. <laughs> Sorry for you educated Boston kids, but we say Star Trek. <laughs> Some of those Trekkies are going to be very upset with you. Okay, I'm just saying. Well, then they can, they can meet me by Ontario, and we can figure it out over there, you know? Yeah, we can figure it out over there. Over there. With Star Wars. <laughs> you know, I'll go get myself an Italian beef first, and uh, we'll get it dipped, and uh, then we'll Listen figure it out. We'll yeah, we'll get the fist of cuffs going, and uh, I'll have all my buddies meet. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Should I do the rest of the show in my Chicago accent? <laughs> you could absolutely do it, and I know you can, and it wouldn't even be – you wouldn't even be trying. I get it. Yeah, people would be tuning in like, "What the heck just happened?" I know you. I know the show is based out of Chicago, but that's just like way too Chicago for me. So yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry yeah, you, need, you need glasses and the mustache. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Gabowski family wouldn't allow me to have it. You know. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and that's the week ahead on the almanac. <laughs> the almanac. Yes. A L A M A C K Almanac. You mean how you spell it? Go Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears. Not Bears. Not Bears. Not Bears. Not Bears. Not Bears. Not Bears. Uh, predicted score of the season opener. Packers uh, <laughs> ten. Dicka, 73. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. And not every Chicago, for all of you who <laughs> are tuning in. Not every not Chicago every... in is fair fan either. No, no, no. We keep, them on the, uh, we keep them on the north side, right? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Sunday is a holy experience. We all pray bears. (laughs) (laughs) We we look to the south towards Soldier Field. (laughs) In the name of Peyton, (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Amen. (laughs) And Alice. (laughs) Alice, dear Lord, Alice. Reading, Reading for the book of Alice. Jeez. Now nah, we're a sports show. Uh but no. That is uh I just lost like about ninety seven percent of you who have no idea what just happened. Um I do apologize. Caught off my Chicago, yeah, caught off my Chicago accent. Which 
does sneak through every once again. So if you hear it, <laughs> I wonder All what right, Star Trek Day. Star Trek Day. <laughs> Remember Trek Auto? Star Trek. <laughs> now I wonder if I take this show on the road and if we go overseas just if people would understand the Chicago accent and what you know uh, if it would sound like really bad or if it would be like one of those things where people would love to listen to it I don't know I would think and I know every time we've seen different stories come up about different regional dialects. I don't know. I know like some people say the uh the all the all Boston accent uh or the New Yorker accent or the southern accent or a west coast accent. Um you wonder about its origins how it came to be and how even then some people who live to the north of here, who live closer to Canada, who live in Wisconsin and sound Canadian <laughs> where South Canada. Yeah. Yes, it's it's Canada South. So, yeah. Uh, when I was in, even then, when I lived in Minnesota for a short time, uh, there were a lot of people who had uh, Norwegian or you know uh, accents because I think a lot of uh, Norwegian descendants went upon Minnesota, Minnesota, uh, who live up that way. <laughs> so, yes. World's a very interesting place. That's what I love about it, is that everyone doesn't sound the same. <laughs> Everything is different. Uh, there are a few different beliefs, cultures. It's a wonderful thing. I think that's why everyone should, at least if they could once, travel somewhere where you never traveled before. Go somewhere and do something that you've never done before. Because you might find out everybody is the same, except they just do it slightly different, which is cool. So, yeah, I love it. Um, man, we're way past the time for a retro moment of the week, but before we get to that, I wanted to acknowledge, because there was an anniversary that occurred uh, this past week, and that was the anniversary or the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington. Um that occurred August 28th of 1963 when uh, more than 250,000 people gathered in front of the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. It was also known as the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom. Uh, that was the event that was aimed to draw attention to continuing challenges and inequities uh, faced by African Americans a century after emancipation. Uh, it was also an, an, uh, the occasion of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s now iconic I Have a Dream speech. Um, you can read about the history online, and I would tell you too. Uh, what a lot of people don't know about that day was that Dr. King's speech really wasn't due to be televised. Uh, fittingly, A. Philip Randolph, who had helped to organize a lot of it, uh, led off the day's array of speakers. Uh, closing his speech uh, with the promise that, quote, we here today are only the first wave. When we leave, it will uh, be to carry the civil rights revolution home with us into every nook and cranny of the land, and we shall return again again to Washington in ever-growing numbers until total freedom is ours. And other speakers followed that day, including um, uh, his uh, vice chairman and then the NAACP president Roy Wilkins and John Lewis uh, of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, 
along with civil rights veteran Daisy Lee Bates and actors Ozzie Davis and Ruby Dee. And also performing that day at the March on Washington uh, was Marian Anderson, Joan Baez, Mahalia Jackson, and Bob Dylan uh, all performed uh, at that day. And Dr. King agreed to speak last. Uh, everybody figured the news crews would head out by mid-afternoon. His speech was only supposed to be four minutes long. He ended up speaking for 16 minutes in what would become perhaps one of the most famous orations in the civil rights movement, if not human history. Uh, it was spurred on by gospel singer Mahalia Jackson, who stood behind him. And when at one point in the speech, she told him to tell him about the dream, Martin, tell him about the dream, referring to a familiar theme that he had referenced in earlier speeches. And departing from his prepared notes, he then launched into his famous I Have a Dream speech. If you ever have a moment, and I tell you time and again, especially around the time of Dr. King's birthday or of other significant things of notes, if you've never heard the speech in its entirety, uh, the greatest thing about social media on some days is that you can find it on YouTube. You can find other different uh, things as well about that day, and I encourage you to go and actually check it out if you have not. I'm not going to play it tonight. We don't have time, but go and check it out. Um, but I'd want to acknowledge that 60 years ago this week, um, and we hope at some point that all of Dr. King's dreams come to fruition. So, uh, with that, um, it is retro mode of the week time. I will admit to you, um, I have a few, (laughs) I had so many tonight and I had a lot of fun looking up retro moments of the week. I'm just going to play a few. We'll see where it goes. Usually I like to leave you a preview. Um, I will tell you one that was a PSA. You figure out what the PSA was. It was kind of ahead of its time. (laughs) I feel kind of bad going from such a serious topic into the retro moment of the week, but uh, there is a couple of PSAs. We'll play a few, and then we'll be right back with page one with LaVar and Mary here on this Friday night, September 1st, 2023. Thanks so much for joining us here on Blog Talk Radio. A ticking bomb means trouble for Batman and Robin. Holy breaking and entering. It's Batgirl. Quick, Batgirl. Untie us before it's too late. It's already too late. I've worked for you a long time, and I'm paid less than Robin. Same job, same employer means equal pay for men and women. No time for jokes, Batgirl. It's no joke. It's the federal equal pay law. Holy act of Congress. If you're not getting equal pay, contact the Wage and Hour Division, U.S. Department of Labor. curious or confused, get information or a pamphlet at most pharmacies or a health clinic. 
If you need help, see a doctor. You're listening to Page One, Page One. with LaVar and Mary. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LaVar and Mary. Welcome back, page one of our Mary. This Friday night wasn't that informative. Shaking <laughs> my head at you. <laughs> it was an actual. It was an actual PSA that ran in the seventies here in the state. I know that's not the it, word he used. Um, what did he use? Um, it had pictures of everybody, from old people to young people to even little kids, and I. It, that's what it was. They said it was probably one of the most popular ones and one of the first of its kind of that commercial. I, I've got more. Uh, but, <laughs> not of those, but I've got more tonight. So we're, we're oh, I was going to say we're spreading the wealth on those, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm going to stop. Um, so <laughs> this kind of leads <laughs> It's, I feel like we kind of have to do what's trending before we even get to our first story of the night, um, before I forget it, because there's so much stuff that's kind of like going on. But uh, this is going to be rare. We haven't even got to the first story yet, but I'm going to go actually get to you of what's trending. Uh, SmackDown is trending uh, tonight. Uh, John Cena makes his made his return uh, to the WWE, where he's actually going to be um, – Decide to make appearances with them over the next uh, couple of months at least. Uh, so he is back. Also trending tonight is Louisville uh, as they are playing Georgia Tech in college football, number four ranked Georgia Tech. And actually Louisville just took the lead uh, Georgia Tech a few minutes ago. <laughs> so uh, if you had a bet on that game, um, beware. Uh, also, uh, Trending tonight, uh, Justin Verlander, who uh, did not have a good night tonight, um, or kind of, but didn't. Uh, Justin Verlander hits the Yankees tonight, uh, pitched six uh, innings, gave up six earned runs, eight hits, gave up four home runs on 88 pitches tonight. Uh, so that is trending. Uh, also, trending tonight is uh, is uh, AEW uh, and their Rampage program, which is on tonight. And that is pretty much it as far as what's trending. Um, for some odd reason today, actress Sydney Sweeney has been trending, and I don't know why, but I'm glad she is. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know there was pictures of her arriving at the Armani party in Venice. Uh, so, uh, if you don't know who that is, um, look it up. Look it um, up. <laughs> I swore I saw, yes, you, you will thank me later. Um, <laughs> also trending, is there a new Mario game out? Um, no, question mark? No, I don't think it's released yet. Oh, oh I thought I saw a lot more? of stuff about that. 
I thought I saw a lot of stuff about that yesterday, not today. Um, and then uh, there is uh, in the entertainment uh, field, Dick Grayson. And I, I kid you not, the Batman PSA, I didn't even plan this to be trending at the same time as Dick Grayson. But Dick Grayson is rumored to have a role in the Batman Part 2. Uh, this according to a couple of uh, news outlets. So um, I don't know. I know why Mar- Super Mario's hmm? new game, I didn't think it had come out yet. And I, was, I was correct. I started to doubt myself, but I was correct. It's not out until October but yesterday was the Nintendo Direct that showed gameplay. Ah, there we go. That's why I saw that trending. Um, so, yeah, but I know that was trending for a little bit yesterday. Uh, quick, uh, before I forget, uh, happy uh, – we, we talked about the Almanac. Um, also, today is or would have been the 100th birthday of former – uh, professional boxer Rocky Marciano, uh, born September 1st, 1923. Uh, and then uh, happy birthday to two people of note today on September 1st. Zendaya has a birthday today. Um, Primetime Emmy Award, Golden Globe Award winner, 100 Most Influential People in the World by Time Magazine. I think Zendaya, if I'm not mistaken, because I keep stuff runs together. I think Zendaya was my person of the. Uh, Entertainer of the Year last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes, I as well. And also, birthday shout-out to Padma Lakshmi, uh, one of my favorite TV hosts, uh, who for a while uh, hosted uh, Top Shelf. But um, So she turns 52 today. Doesn't look 52 at all. Um, no way. I, I would call you a liar if you told me that. <laughs> but anyway, she does not look 52 at all. Um, I would say 20 years less than that. But anyway, uh, there was a couple of things out this week in regards to the ever-popular X. And not your X, um, but the website formerly known as Twitter. Um, I'll kind of break this story down, but X, the platform for Linux Twitter, will begin collecting biometric data and information on users' employment and education history starting next month, according to the site's updated privacy policy. Uh, It says, based on your consent, we may collect and use your biometric information for safety, security, and identification purposes, uh, as it states in their new privacy policy set to go into effect on September 29th. The social media platform told Bloomberg Law that the biometric data collection is for ex-premium users or those who uh, pay for the platform subscription service to allow for an additional layer of verification. Now, X did not specify what biometric data it plans to collect. However, such data can include facial images, fingerprints, and iris patterns. Now, the new addition to their privacy policy comes as the company faces a proposed class action lawsuit here in Illinois over allegations that it collected biometric information on users without providing advance notice or obtaining their consent. Um, So it also states in its updated privacy policy that it may collect information about users' employment and education history in order to, quote, recommend potential jobs for you to share with potential employers when you apply for a job to enable employers to find potential candidates to show you are more relevant advertising. Uh, 
So it began rolling out its new recruitment tool, X-Hiring, last week, offering verified organizations early access to the beta version of the new feature. Uh, They've gone through a lot of different things since Elon Musk took over uh, last fall. One of the other things on the um, X website that you may not know is that they are also planning to take out uh, the block feature. So you will no longer be able to block other accounts. Uh, Elon Musk posted last week that uh, the block is going to be deleted as a feature except for direct messages. He uh, posted that the block function, quote, makes no sense. He was responding to a post from the account of Tesla owners uh, Silicon Valley, which asked, is there ever a reason to block versus mute someone? Blocking prevents that user from interacting with an account, such as following them or seeing a post. The mute feature, the individual user, from seeing the undesired responses. Now, it's unclear when the block feature will be removed, but users feel that it will result in an increase of harassment on the social media platform. Uh, It still appears as of now to be working. Uh, I guess I would ask you which feature or which news disturbs you more. I have a feeling you're going to go with both. Yeah, they both disturb me. They both do. Um, And unfortunately, like, all right, don't want to pull out this card, but I can. Um, Elon Musk doesn't have boobies or a JJ, so I don't think (laughs) understand nor want to understand or is trying to understand how much that block feature is needed. Right. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that women are the only ones that use it, but as a woman, I use it. Like that. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even active on Twitter, and I've had to use the block feature. So by not having that available to me, not cool. Um, people that are in court cases against other people, they would probably mm-hmm. want to have that. Right. Again, not people have that. Not cool. People are gathering information about everybody every time, like Apple, and their facial recognition lock. In my opinion, bullcrap. Um, they're already doing it. So, do I like it? No. Does it disturb me? Yes. Am I going to throw up to think about it? Not as much. But I, I honestly think that either Elon Musk is trying to drive drive it into the ground so that it becomes so ridiculous that it either fails or he could sell it like better, like sell it now kind of thing. Or he really has touched, he has really lost touch with reality. It's one or the other. I just don't get it. You know, this is one of those things where it is, you know, like you said, there are a lot of people, unfortunately, um, who that live in another world on social media. And if you can't block them, uh, from your presence, 
why can't you? So now you have, I mean, yeah, you're muting them or blocking them from DMing you, but it still won't stop the constant post and them tagging you, I don't think, or them being able to see you and, you know, figure out other ways to harass. And I think with a block, you know, uh, because unfortunately I had to use the blocking button a couple of years ago. Um, when I had posted a few photos, uh, and then some people, for some weird reason, uh, were saying a lot of things, and so I blocked them. Why should I continue to have you harass me or say mean and spiteful things, and I allow it to happen on my social media platform? So at that point, you don't have to see how I'm living. And I'm just going to block you. This is the only platform I know so far that has even talked about that. And then even to go into the whole thing of the biometric data, love to believe that that's what you're going to use it for. (laughs) But I don't believe you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Knowing knowing, uh, the history and the ownership uh, and what things are used for, I never, I mean, really down to the iris of your eyes, how is that going to help you with a job and how is that going to help you uh, in regards to knowing who you are? You know, in this world of AI technology and all this other stuff, who's to say that I'm not going to doctor up a photo and have like uh, blue eyes in a photo instead of brown eyes in a photo? Or, you know, who's to say that, you know, people are being honest when it comes to Twitter with information. So what's the point of harvesting all this data on people, especially the people who paid? How do I know it's not going to happen to the people who didn't pay? You know? Mm-hmm. It, it's a lot of it. This, and I know people out there are like, well, if you don't like it, why don't you just leave? The thing is, is that as it's still one of the most viable social media uh, methods out there, uh, for a lot of people and a way to reach out to uh, their followers. Um, it was kind of one of, Twitter was one of those things where, were there some things that were broke about it? Yes. But the things that are being done wasn't what was broke with Twitter. Does he have every right to do it since he was kind of forced to take it over? Yeah, he does, but also at the same time as a person who has a social media empire and knowing the effects of that on people, you also have a responsibility to the people who are utilizing it. And if you have some agenda to, quote, crash it to the ground or just do a bunch of stuff that you feel is okay, and at first you had this whole thing about, you know, being a man of the people. You go to the people and ask them, and if, you know, you're smart enough, do a, you know, even on Twitter, you could do a survey. Like, hey, would this work? Would you guys be on board with this? Now, of course, they're all going to probably not agree with you, but at least you know what the people think. So sites become more and more the reason why a lot of people kind of leave social media it's a good tool and a bad tool and I, like I said it's one of those weird things where as badly as I want to knock it around uh, it is useful in terms of getting out 
information, good information, positive information, or uh, constructive information, and not just people who want to use it for political gain or people who have an axe to grind or people who just want to be flat out either dumb and or cool. Um, But this is kind of interesting times for social media. I think stuff like this is the reason why we have those lawsuits going on now, especially here in Illinois. There's so many now. I've lost track. There's been one against Facebook. There's been one against Instagram. There's been one against Snapchat. There's been another one now where Facebook, I think, is the national one where we're at ended last Friday because they were doing some things that they shouldn't have done and didn't tell people about. And here we are again. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very disturbing. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Would that stop you, though, from expanding your, I guess, would something like that probably give you pause to uh, use Twitter more? Uh, I would not use Twitter more. I would not use Twitter any less either. I mean, zero times a day is pretty. Anything's an uptick. Anything's an uptick. Well, bad. I know you are a world traveler. Uh, there is a airline. If you ever had a crying baby near you during a flight, this announcement's for you. The Turkish-Dutch Corandon Airlines is testing out an adults-only zone. It's not what you think, unfortunately. Starting in November, the European airline will try to do feature on flights between Amsterdam and Caraco, or I'm sorry, Kiro. I saw a C. That means my vision has – I've looked at a computer too long today. Uh, (laughs) Kiro. I thought I saw a C there, and I've got glasses on too. Uh, the seats will be at the front of the plane for passengers 16 years and older. The zone, no, of course, with everything, will cost a little extra, just under $50 or $108 with more legroom. The airline says it's a win for both solo travelers and families. Uh, would you be interested in the upgrade from sitting near a baby on a nice international flight? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would pay a little bit extra if I knew that I wouldn't have to have the back of my seat kicked or, you know, have a screaming child in my face. The thing is, though, screaming babies, I don't care where you are on a plane. You're in a metal tube. That baby, that scream is going to hit your ears. (laughs) If you've ever been on any flight, it doesn't have to be a long-haul flight. It could be an up-and-down, one-hour flight, Detroit. If there's a screaming child on that plane, you could be at the front of the plane. That screaming child could be the back of the plane. If they are screaming, for real screaming, you're hearing it. Hmm. Uh, How about if you have those noise-canceling headphones? That helps. That always (laughs) helps. Oh, uh, we have to do our study next to the best noise canceling uh, headphones that are out there, so that uh, 
we'll be able to – the best for on flights so that you don't have to listen to screaming babies. Um, so there's an interesting thing out that it's kind of happening in some restaurants that I've seen. Um, but is it time to put the cash away? Taco Bell and other popular fast food chains might become digital in the near future. During an earnings call earlier this month, parent company Yum Brands Incorporated addressed plans to eventually move to 100% digital sales at its restaurants. This includes fast food chains like Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, and KFC. So what does that mean? Uh, in an interview with the CFO Journal, Chief Financial Officer Chris Turner said more customers will be ordering through apps, websites, or kiosks in the stores. Yum Brands is already testing the use of artificial intelligence to take drive through orders. According to company leaders in the U.S., digital sales have increased almost 35% year over year, with kiosks now deployed in 100% of Taco Bell stores. Now, it's unclear when the company plans to reach its goal. Many other chains have also turned to technology in recent years. Wendy's began testing an AI chatbot at an Ohio drive through earlier this year, while many sit-down restaurants have started using robot servers to bring meals to patrons. Um, you on board with the all digital access to a fast food place? I just I, 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 wow! I got you speechless. I, there's not much more to say anymore about it. It's like just pull the trigger already. Skynet has come. <laughs> Where's my Terminator? I'm, I'm very upset. I was promised an evil robot army, and I'm getting AI through the drive-through. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not kind of upset. Uh, well, um... you have no cash, no credit, nothing. What'll you do? What will you do? Yeah, you'll have to use that app and kiosk. <laughs> Got to use the app and kiosk now. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I know exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, it just, okay, what would you do? Like, are you really surprised? No, really? no. No, it, it, but here's the thing. I'm not surprised, but it's not going to make anything go faster. <laughs> oh, God, no. Eventually, it's going to go slower because people are not technologically advanced. I've I've used – and what happens if stuff goes down? What do you do then? I know I've told you this story. I know I've told you this story, but I'm going to share it again because it's relevant, sort of. I went into a fast food restaurant, a chain. Uh, I will remain nameless. Lady behind the desk or the counter took my order. Cool. Said how much it was. Awesome. I handed her cash, and the change she gave me back was more than the cash I handed her. Hmm. And I looked at her, and I said, are you sure this is the change? And she goes, yeah. Like, no, no, no. Let's try that again. Type it into your machine if you have to. She took out her phone. 
and did the calculation on her phone and held it up to me and said, no, see? And what Mm. she had put in the phone. Still wrong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. I handed her a $10 bill and she put in 20 because it was not a five. Mm. I was like, okay, sweetie, no. <laughs> That's a ten. Wow. See, one zero. I was like, come on. Ugh. Make change. What's wrong with you? Yikes. <laughs> it happened today. It happened today. I stopped at a convenience store, and the total came out to, I'm just going to pick an arbitrary number, because again, $6.15. Okay. I put $6 on the counter, and the lady goes, oh, you need another dollar as I'm digging around for the change. And I'm like, I can give you exact change. Oh. I've already put it in. I And I'm like, just, I'm going to give you exactly how much it costs, so you don't take out any change, okay? Just put it all in there. It'll balance at the end of the day, I promise you. <laughs> People wow. don't know how to do stuff more. And that's that the the AI is only going to make the people not being able to do stuff anymore worse. Hmm. And that is why Yeah. <laughs> that sounds perfect. No, I just I just that's why I can't even say anything anymore. It's just like, just be able to make change. Be able to add up to 100. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> what are they not teaching you in school? Uh, it just, it, well, it boggles my mind. It boggles my mind when you do, can't make change. Where do you want to start? <laughs> There's a lot of things they're not teaching in school anymore. Where do you want to start? <laughs> Adding up to 100 would be the first place I'd like to start. <sighs> but anyway, yes. So, yeah, if it goes down, they don't know how to fix that, and they shut down the restaurant. So it just be – it's whatever at this point. Well, I don't know how to take off lettuce. <laughs> so you make the sandwich, right? Putting on the lettuce, and you just put the top bun on. But that's not how it's made. <laughs> <laughs> Critical thinking. People critical thinking. Yeah, that's 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 not pretty. And um I don't know. It's one of those things where like I said, I've used the new kiosk at these places like McDonald's and other places and it's kinda like nothing changed. I still have to wait quite a bit for my food. I mean I I don't know you can't you know I I really the older people aren't going to take to it. Uh, you're going to lose kind of your core audience. Anything new, yeah. anything that drags, and, and plus two, on uh, on an early morning, who's going to be your audience? It's going to be that older, you know, group that's coming in for their coffee, and if they got to stand there at a kiosk and figure it out, they're just coming straight to the counter to order what they want. Correct. Card machine, they carry cash, and they don't want to have to go through some 
fandangled machine to figure out if they ordered their 20-ounce coffee or 40-ounce coffee or if you switched something on them and made it into some fancy coffee drink with a lot of whipped cream and a lot of sweetener in it. (laughs) They don't care. They will go to a restaurant that doesn't have to deal with all that crap and pay more than to not deal with all this new AI technology. <laughs> and what happens if and you and if you're a restaurant, you better have a damn good Wi-Fi because what usually happens when you come around, you can't get it up on your phone because the Wi-Fi is bad. <laughs> Just saying. So, yep. Anyway, uh, we've gone through a portion of our rant for this program. <laughs> If you thought those stories were something, wait until potpourri and then wait until the, uh, if we have a few moments, uh, we'll get through some stories for the smoking gun files. But I did promise you, even after that uh, rash of retro moments of the week, I owe you some more. So I'm going to do a couple of more, and then we'll be right back here on page one with LeVar and Mary. Once upon a time, there was a little stick of gum that had no flavor. He had spearmint, the fruit flavors, even watermelon. No one would have him. Then, just as he was about to give up, something wonderful happened. Ice cream. The greatest flavor in the world, and no other gum had it. His search was over, and now you can buy Adam's ice cream flavored gum in vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. They got fine with their wear, pots and pans. They got Johnson's Wax and Universal fans. They got TV sets by RCA. They got all the best brands made today. Stop and shop at Kmart. Get the best in name brand merchandise. They guarantee the quality and discount the price. Judge said it was up to jurors to tell us what reasonable people think. 
In his decision made public on Friday, Altman also let the customers pursue negligence-based and unjust enrichment claims. He dismissed claims based on TV and online ads, finding none in which Burger King promised a burger size or patty weight and failed to deliver it. The plaintiff's claims are false, Burger King said in a statement on uh, this past Tuesday. The flame-grilled beef patties portrayed in our advertising are the same patties used in the millions of Whopper sandwiches we serve to guests nationwide. A lawyer for the plaintiffs was not immediately available for comment. Earlier efforts to mediate a settlement proved unsuccessful. <laughs> I see you shaking wow. your head. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Is it that bad now that people have to sue for something that they know better about? We know that the picture, you're not going to get what's in the picture of what you see on TV. Are you sure they know better? No. <laughs> but I know they don't. <laughs> they don't. That's that's insane to think that, like, do we have to start, like, putting out, like, restaurants where they, like, some of them used to put, like, a plate of the actual food that they were going to serve? <laughs> do we have to start doing that now? Basically, yeah, I think so. How dumb is that? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, did you ever go in and think, hey, that doesn't look like the picture. I should be getting more. I mean, no, no. Okay, yes and no, depending on how bad it is. Like, I've never gone into a fast food restaurant and thought, that doesn't look like a juicy wedding burger. Why am I not getting that? I've never thought that for that. But there have been restaurants where they've had stuff online, and it's like, I would like that plate, please. Oh, no, this is the plate. No, the plate in here has a pile of fries. This has four individual fries. I want that, not this. Now, that's what I've done. But those are obvious differences. It's like you get a side of fries. Four fries is not a side. Good try. (laughs) Do you see where I'm going? Like, yes, but those are obvious problems, not how I'm coming in to get a burger and the burger I get is and griddled to within an inch of its life and then thrown under a warmer for six hours. I never have gone into a, a fast food place and gone, hey, that's supposed to look like that picture. But you know, I also have a, common sense, which apparently is not common anymore. No, it's not common anymore. Here's the thing for you folks who are picky about your food or are looking for a fight when you go out to these places, stay at home and eat. <laughs> I'm going to make it easy for you. Stay at home <laughs> and eat. <laughs> uh, speaking of staying at home but not really staying at home, the Subway sandwich chain, uh, which recently offered a promotion – tempting fans with a lifetime supply of sandwiches if they, quote, legally change their name to Subway, is continuing to push the envelope as it advertises its revamped menu. The brand's latest mood is dubbed Subway in the Sky and is a 180-foot blimp that will carry diners into the air to try to change sandwiches. The aircraft is designed to look like one of Subway's new menu items, complete with assorted meats, cheese, and veggies. Here's your chance to experience the height Subway has reached since beginning our transformation journey in 2021, Subway says in its promotional materials. The blimp can carry up to seven passengers at a time and will hover at an altitude of 1,000 feet. Flights will take place between 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. with each trip lasting approximately 30 minutes. 
Before boarding, passengers will receive a lunchbox with samples of the chain's four new Deli Hero sandwiches to eat while airborne. The blimp will be taking passengers up into the following three cities, starting next week in Kansas City between the 5th and 7th, September 19th through the 20th in Orlando, Florida, and the 24th and 26th in the Miami area. Uh, tickets in the Airborne Sandwich will be free, but hopeful guests will need to act quickly to grab them. They will be available on a first-come, first-served basis, with separate registrations available for each city beginning a few days before the flight. <laughs> um, you airborne and eat a sandwich? <laughs> I mean, yes, but not for the promotion. Uh, Subway, they're the only ones doing that. No. <laughs> I would not do it for Subway. You wouldn't do it for Subway. Nope, not for Subway. Wow, that's 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 very disappointing. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that would be very disappointing. You wouldn't do it for Subway. Nope. You'd do it for Randolph Scott. Randolph. <laughs> Yes, you would do it for Randolph Scott. I would do it for Randolph Scott, absolutely. <laughs> uh, also in the food front, and something that I think a lot of people now have to be careful of now that I think, uh, the food company Oscar Mayer has created a hot dog straw that is designed to be used for sipping a cold beer. The invention, which mimics a real Oscar Mayer hot dog, follows the viral hot dog straw video that became an internet sensation last year, generating more than 9 billion views on TikTok. In honor of its one-year anniversary, Oscar Mayer has revealed that it's commemorating the moment by showing fans they don't have to take food rules so seriously, and nothing is more fun to drink beer with than a hot dog. <laughs> Using the Oscar Mayer wiener as its muse, the newly released Oscar Mayer hot dog straw mirrors the same size and color of a cooked hot dog sausage and has, according to reports, been made using food-safe soft silicone to replicate the feel of a real hot dog. Oscar Mayer Associate Director Kelsey Rice said that while the viral hot dog straw divided the Internet, we salute the brave man who paved the way to enjoy his hot dog as he wishes. Uh, She also explained that taking inspiration from a classic Oscar Mayer hot dog, the silicone hot dog straw is designed for optimal sipping, and we hope it brings a friendly reminder that we don't need to take anything uh, delicious hot dog seriously. Some things are just meant to be fun. Uh, <laughs> mm, uh, it's available for pre-order nationwide while supplies last. <laughs> and my mind just went there. <laughs> it's the wiener mobile. A hot dog that's actually made of silicone to sip beer out of. First of all, you know I. Can- with somebody pretty hot just saying first of all something that thick wouldn't a lot more work have to be done in order to sit (laughs) stuff through the straw (laughs) just asking i'm sorry i stopped i stopped listening to you after you said something that thick (laughs) i mean hey if 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 you you got a significant other out there that could do it they're a keeper (laughs) okay first of all 
again, I don't know what you said after something that. No, thing. I know, I know you did. I know you did. And I wasn't. <laughs> I was expecting you to. Like I said, I'd be using that to flirt so hard. Be like, hey, baby. You'd be, you'd be batting your eyelashes while you're sucking out of your hot dog straw. <laughs> I know somebody that's going to like a hot dog straw pretty soon. Just saying. <laughs> Fix the perfect Christmas gift. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk away from that story. Um, <laughs> from the Smoking Gun Files. Um, Wait, well, that wasn't even a smoking gun file one? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Man. No, that was all the potpourri. That, no. <laughs> I, haven't gotten to, I haven't even gotten That's to one. the smoking gun. Right. I haven't even gotten to the smoking gun files. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, no. That's, if you thought that was something, just wait. Um, so there's three stories tonight. Um, there's, well... We'll start with this one because I saw it. So a Florida man is behind bars on battery and burglary charges after allegedly attacked. Mm, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, well, I'll tell you to go and read it. No, because it's, we don't like to push stories out there about abuse of a man against a woman. But apparently she taunted him via text about having a little penis. Uh, <laughs> it was not good. Um uh, yeah. yeah, and pretty much also they used a picture of baby cut carrots, which, you know, <laughs> it's not good. Anyway, I'll go to the other one. A man spotted driving a Power Wheels Jeep <laughs> on an Indiana roadway was arrested for piloting the toy car while under the influence, police report. John McKee, 51, was pulled over around 9 o'clock on Wednesday. When an Indiana state trooper noticed him driving a blue power wheels without lights or reflectors, McKee was stopped near his home in Vincennes, a central Indiana city near the border with Illinois. Since McKee appeared impaired, the trooper administered field sobriety tests, most of which he reportedly failed. McKee also agreed to a blood draw at a local hospital, told cops that he had pot and crystal meth in his system. He was released from custody after posting a $5,000 bond on a felony rap. His rap sheet includes numerous convictions. Uh, as for his ride, which can top out at five miles per hour unless modified, uh, it uh, says Troy's towing was contracted to take possession of the power wheels. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Power wheels up. Come on. And then, as if that wasn't all bad, um, and I did not know. Now, if you thought our story a few weeks ago about the hot pocket was something, we might have something that tops that. Uh, a confrontation yesterday at a family dollar store resulted in the arrest of an armed man record show. His weapon? A lollipop. Police say that Dalton Reed, 24, was in line waiting to check out at the convenience store in Clearwater, Florida when he got, quote, to a verbal argument with the store manager. 
As the dispute escalated, Reed allegedly threw a lollipop store manager, striking him in the chest. Luckily, the lollipop did not cause bodily harm, according to an arrest affidavit. Reed was arrested for simple battery. Cops tracked on a possession of drug paraphernalia when a post-arrest search reportedly turned up a crack pipe in one of his pockets. Uh, no weapon was seized by the Clearwater Police Department. He remains in the county lockup, where bond has been set at $650 on the two misdemeanor charges. The judge has also ordered him to stay away from the family dollar and have no contact with the manager. Over a lollipop, which I guess at the end of the day, we could say we're doing all of that. He truly was a sucker. <laughs> wow. That is why the world is so strange. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to hold off on the other articles that I have uh, tonight. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. I just, wow. All over a sucker. <laughs> All over a sucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, next time he'll buy a silicone hot dog, maybe perhaps, and just use his <laughs> <laughs> With that, uh, the old clock on the wall is telling us that our time is just about up. Do you have any shout-outs tonight? I actually do um there are a couple of people that have some birthdays coming up tomorrow so happy birthday one just just visited las vegas so i got to hang out with him before he went back um i don't know if he's listening but dragon happy birthday um and then just the normal shout out to you know my friends and loved ones over in the uh cross the pond in the uk and then uh Thank you to everybody that's listening at this point. Yes. Hello to everyone, and thank you so much for listening. Of course, you can catch this podcast along with many others, and especially the one with Alexis Fox, and hopefully you guys do catch it. It was an awesome one, as always. Uh, You can catch all of those, uh, not only here on Blog Talk Radio, but on all of our platforms, including including, uh, Apple, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Um, so no shout outs on this end. Uh, I will say for all of you here in the States, I hope that you have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Don't drink and drive. Um, we want everybody to make it back to work and to school on Tuesday. Um, and with that, uh, I'm actually kind of looking forward to, uh, seeing you all next Friday night. We'll, we'll be back here, uh, next Friday night, 10 o'clock Eastern, nine o'clock central until then catch, uh, Mary, uh, she'll be, I'm sure, somewhere floating about on Discord or somewhere, uh, and I will be over on Twitter, <laughs> um, <laughs> and we'll be over on social media. So stop by, say hello, and tell a friend, and we thank you so much. And until next we meet, for Mary, I'm LeVar. Take care of yourselves and each other. Have a great week. We'll see you next Friday. Bob Barker reminding you to help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Thanks for.
for listening to Page One. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and other platforms where we can be found. 